0: Be the same balance. this episode of wild dogs is brought to you by swag dog the new breed in apparel check them out at warcraft.swagdog.com to see their hoodies their t-shirts their guild hats it's very easy to customize or to just import all of your characters settings fantastic products make sure to check them out Hello and welcome to Wild Dogs. This is Ghost Dog coming to you on Tuesday, Patch Day, the fourteenth of April. Yes, hell has frozen over and three point one has arrived. Um, I know that a lot of people would have preferred to let it sit for a little while longer to wait and make sure that it's all right. However, I think there was a much larger group of people who just wanted it now. Now, well, they have done it. It is out. Um, there are not a whole lot of changes from the last patch notes that were out for the uh, the public test realm, uh, there's not a lot of differences. That being said, there are a few things that uh, actually snuck into the patch notes that are not going to be on in 3.1. And I say it like that because... I have not gotten in yet, and I know that uh, the at last count the realms were still down. Like whether or not they've just come up is another matter. However, um, I literally just finished downloading the patch uh, on my PC, my Windows PC. I'm not even going to. <laughs> Think about how many days it's going to take for the Mac client to download. I know for all the Mac haters that makes you very happy. However, it's uh, it appears to be a problem wherein the Mac client, for some reason, is downloading so bloody slow this time around. I don't know what the fuck it is. The uh, like I said, I did manage to get the the Windows client the update. However, it did take fucking long time and i haven't even bothered trying to actually get in the game because it was just patching i actually had to stop it to do the the, podcast the podcast but i will be checking it out later to see if i can actually get in game i'm not expecting any real playable experience if I do manage to get in, simply because I've been playing long enough to know that patch day means no play day for the most part. If there are, if it's a a very minor patch, then you can potentially get in. However, if it's a patch of any kind of magnitude, then there basically is no play time, sometimes for days. And this is one such patch. To say that uh, this is a quite possibly the largest patch may not be an overstatement simply because the level of change if we look at the level of change just in terms of all of the changes to the characters each class each each spec each everything it's monumental there are so many changes and then you have changes to the professions you have a great many changes to the professions um, the the change to the glyphs of is in my opinion again very game changing take into account then Alduar, which is monstrous in terms of that next step forward in end game content it's Monstrous. It's monstrous. So there's uh, there's all of that. But then tack on to that, that little thing known as dual spec, which everybody's been waiting for. In my opinion, dual spec is going to be the thing that changes the game the most. Potentially the thing that will change the game the most in terms of, the entire life of the game um up till now i don't believe there has been anything added to the game thus far that will make such a profound impact on how we play the game because now we will have at minimum two classes in one whether or not blizzard decides to eventually open it up and um make it so that you can have more than one class or sorry more than one build is still unknown but they did kind of hint that it's a possibility they the the technology is there it's not hard for them to do so it is a possibility but in terms of just the two specs you're looking at something that is profoundly changing the game right down to you're talking about who you're bringing on raids what class specifically you're going to bring, not just the player like they keep saying, but what class has the most potential to fill the slots they need, be it tank and healer, healer and DPS, D- you know what I mean, DPS and, and healer, or whatever, um, depending on their, their main versus their secondary. There is so much there going on, let alone again the, the fact that it's going to make life so much easier in terms of leveling for certain classes. You're going to now have a lot more of every class at your disposal for whatever instance it is that you want to run now that of course relies on the player and whether or not the player chooses to do this and there will obviously be a great many who will not however i think that for all of those who will not there will be a lot more who will because it's going to make it's going to open up the game in terms of the content that can be experienced by a player Because, whereas somebody may not have been taken before because they were full of DPS, now that person can go in as a healer, or as a tank, whatever the case may be. Then you've got the whole loot drama. As if there wasn't enough loot drama to begin with, now you're going to tack on the fact that everybody's going to be rolling on every goddamn thing that drops. (laughs) Really, we thought hunters were bad. This is going to be worse. Because if we just have to look at, well, my Shaman is now going to be rolling on not just DPS gear, but Resto gear as well. Because I'm going to need it. It's going to be obvious that I'm going to be doing a lot of healing. Perhaps more healing with him than I do DPS. Which is fine by me. Once I get my, my, um, my Resto set to a respectable level. I don't mind. I love healing, so it won't be a big deal. But that's a, to me, that's one of the milder examples. We just have to look at my druid, say, who no is not yet 80, but when she is. You have a class that can feel fill a tank, heal, and DPS role. Now, on top of that, they can DPS melee, or they can DPS ranged. So, you have a class that can pretty much loot on any goddamn thing they want, which is awesome for them, not so much for everybody else. And in terms of, you're going to have, um, again, a player, a class that can roll on gear that is, you know that everybody's going to be rolling on everything to fill those secondary spec um, closets, we'll say. So... It's bad enough now that I have to run pugs with paladins rolling on cloth gear. No fucking shit. Cloth healing gear. Okay. Now they're going to be rolling on everything. So so the higher armor they can wear, the 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 potential for ass hats to be rolling on everything is there. It's it's gonna be you're gonna have Loot drama out the ass. I swear to God, everybody's going to be fighting over everything. And speaking of the um, the the equipment manager, like I was just saying too, that was put in the patch notes. However, they have confirmed the Blues have confirmed that it is not in the patch. Um, they're there, don't go looking for it. It's not there right now. It was not ready. They were still having problems. They did say, however, that they were not scrapping the idea, just that it needed to be worked on. Actually, it was nice to read Ghost Crawlers. Post about this because he was talking about how some of the functionality was not quite working yet wherein if your bags were full instead of the equipment manager not seeing an empty slot and so then not being able to swap out part of your equipment it realizes that a helm for a helm is a switch so even though your bag is full it knows that the helm that you're going to be equipping once you do the switch that will create an empty slot wherein you can put the helm from the current items that are the current um, costume or whatever you want to call it that you're wearing to fill that slot. So that's something that they're they're working on so that once the equipment manager comes out, it will be a lot a lot there'll be more functionality and less stupidity to to be honest. So that's something that's actually good to hear. They are talking about getting it out just in a quick patch uh, shortly after. 3.1 so that will be worth seeing so if you have managed to get in you will have noticed that you have all your talents to spend so the um, there is an option in the UI now where it will prompt you before you actually spend all of your talents so it's something that you may want to check or uncheck depending on what you prefer but it is something that I actually appreciate too because I don't know about you guys but it happens. You're going to get through a build and it doesn't matter if you've pretty much memorized it from online. Once you get in game and you try to set it up, inevitably you're gonna screw up somewhere along the lines. So it's nice that they've kind of implemented this in right now. There's a lot of UI settings that have changed in 3.1. We'll get into that a little bit later on. In terms of the talent reimbursements, I know that I'm actually gonna be fooling around uh, with my Shaman, especially again with a little bit more with the Frost as an enhancement Shaman, where the uh, Frost Band weapon now is going to be doing more damage and with uh, frozen power coming up there's going to be it, it is more of a pvp talent however i'm curious to see what the, the viability in raids is going to be because the the five range the five yard range of the uh, the frozen power in terms of your shock um enslaving people is something that because of the frantic pace of heroics it's actually whereas I thought before, well, um, an enhancement shaman is very melee oriented, so you're right in the thick of it. But again, heroics nowadays are so frantic, so you're pushed back quite a bit as well. I don't think the five yard range is going to be that much of a problem. <clears throat> and again, with the change to the flame tongue um, and the speed weapon, it's something that's going to be. I'm not looking forward to screwing around with that to see what the change will be. So I'm going to be fooling around a little bit more instead with the frost band to see the difference there are a ton of changes right now like I said in terms of the um, the builds that you're going to have to look at what is effective now that may not have been before just because of all the changes to the classes I'm not going to even bother going through most of them simply because or any I should say really because there's we've gone through them before the majority of them and it's something that you're going to have to go through online at the or look at the patch notes as you're updating just to see what will be um, more effective for you as a player, and what type of spec you want, it's it's the the the, the again the scope of the change is um, is very very in depth to say the least. And then you have the the glyphs as well, and all the changes to the glyphs. The glyphs is a huge part of the game, and the and the the change that it makes to your viability in, in much the same way as, of course, your your enchants and your your. Um, your jewels and everything, your socketed items. But the the glyphs are taking a hell of a hit. There's so many differences there. Um, it, Bornak was talking about um, how the, the glyphs are going to be handled with 3.1 uh, on the forums, and he was saying that for your main spec, if you've already got glyphs for your main spec, you don't have to worry about those disappearing. The, the gift, the, he says the glyphs you had equipped before the patch will be the glyphs that are part of your primary spec. Um, and then your secondary spec will have no glyphs. So don't expect any freebies here. And make sure that you're... Unless you want to spend more money on glyphs. Again, make sure that your primary spec is the spec that you had before were in so that you don't have to dick around with the the glyphs and buy new ones again they're not giving away any freebies for, for glyphs they're not going to set it up so that the the glyphs are going to apply to both specs So, again, choose wisely when you're setting up your main, your primary spec. Um, There's a lot of uh, little news that was passed through this week, too. Um, One of the big ones, too, that I found for the priest was that the power ward barrier has been, I don't want to say scrapped, because it, it wasn't scrapped. They're still considering it. However, at the moment, it's pretty much, I would say, on the back burner for a long time. Ghostcrawler was saying it hasn't been scrapped completely. I actually like Ghostcrawler's response simply because the way he was talking about they have to be so careful when they talk about changes that they're planning on implementing in the game simply because people take it as the word of law and that is what happened with Power Word Barrier. So the fact is that right now it's not in. Will it make it in? I would not hold my breath. What is in in the 3.1 is, of course, the um, Argent Tournament, which is the permanent in-game event in Ice Crown. There's uh, there's going to be, as they say, new ways of gaining rep with Capital Cities. There's going to be dailies, achievements, and titles. Oh, my. Um, new rares and epic items, tabards, pets, banners, faction shirts, and, of course, the mounts. And this is helping you towards that 100 pet achievement for the mounts, the mountain of mounts. There's going to be, um, Swiss, what, uh, hold on, Swift Orgamar Wolf, uh, Turbo Strider. There's going to be a whole whack load of them. I've actually got a few more here. Give me a second to pull it up here. There's a, there's a number of mounts being introduced in the, um, in this patch, there's going to be. Yeah, so there's, of course, the Deadly Gladiators Frostworm, which we talked about and drooled about, and everybody wants, and very few people are going to get. Um, in terms of the Argent Tournament, you're looking at the Argent Hippogriff, the Great Azure Miss the Swift Darnit Nassian Miss Saber, the Swift Elwyn Steed, the Swift Ironforged Ram, the Turbo Strider, Great Mulgar Core. K- uh, I can go on here. The war horse, the raptor, the wolf, and the, the hawks rider is basically the same mounts as are already in the game, um, however, pimped up essentially is what it breaks down to. And then you've got the horde only mounts that have been put in to make up the difference between the horde and alliance mounts. So you've got your black skeleton horse, the black wolf, and the white koto. And then you've got your extremely rare sea turtle drop you've got the um the venom ravasaur is in the game but it's not implemented yet which means you have no way of getting it it's just it's in the code there somewhere which means it's coming it's going to be fairly interesting to see what it's going to look like i haven't uh, actually hold on i'm actually going to pop open the picture here and look at it yeah it's actually pretty pimp looks pretty nice it's um it's it's I don't think it's as cool as the Frost Saber that you can get on the Alliance side, but it does look pretty cool. What does look cool is the Ironbound Proto-Drake. Oh my fucking god, that is the drop of the week, people. I'm a little early saying it, but wow, you have to see this mount. It is gorgeous. It is freaking hot and you get it by completing the heroic glory of the alduar raider which means i will probably never get it sadly but you've got thirty i probably should have done this beforehand 13 achievements that you got to pound out in order to get the this drake so yeah you're gonna be busy in alduar if you want this sucker is it worth it oh to look at it yes 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 it is um i don't know what the speed is going to be on it i would assume that the speed is going to be normal speed um they're not putting out a ton of three ten percent speed drakes uh, or any mounts so whether this will be one or not i'm not sure um but yeah, no, there's, uh, it is something that uh, the, the, the Blues talked about in terms of even just that Mountain of Mounts achievement. They are not going to make that that reward, the um, the Dragonhawk. They're not going to make it a 310. They don't want it to be something that where in 310 speed is frivolous because they, as they said too, with all of these mounts being added, especially again with all of these in 3.1, it is going to become a lot easier to get that achievement so you're gonna see a lot more people on the that dragonhawk so to make it so that 310 becomes the standard speed is not something that they want again i could be wrong here that ironbound protodrake may may very well be 310 i'll have to check on it however i would guess that it probably is not simply because again they're trying to avoid all of the the high-end ones being 310 if anyone knows differently, please by all means give me a shout. Let me know. I uh, I do want to know. If there's a chance in hell I can get that sucker, I will. But yeah, no. There's a lot coming, as I said, with the uh, the argent um, the argent tournament, including again the 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 pets that will be available as well, the mini pets to help you towards that achievement. If you are an achievement whore like myself, the arena tournament or sorry, Arena Season 5 has, of course, come to an end, and they are talking about Arena Season 6 to begin as early as Tuesday, the 21st of April, or possibly a week later, depending. So they've already posted uh, the um, all of the loot that's going to be on the uh, in this season, and in terms of how much you're going to need for each. They're making it a little bit easier as well for your rating. To quote Bornac here, in order to make joining teams later in the season a little easier for players The system will now be set up so if a player joins a team that has a team rating of 1000 or higher the player's personal rating will start off at 1000 instead of zero another thing to keep in mind is that until you start to get close to your team's matchmaking making rating you will be gaining around 20 or more points in a win and zero or nearly zero in a loss again they're making it very easy to get yourself up to speed which is very nice I'm actually considering joining this um, season and uh, fooling around and getting some of the gear for my Shaman to get him uh, geared up for PvP especially if he's going to have some of the rest of gear and we'll be able to fill different slots depending on what we need for an arena team so something to keep in mind for anybody playing as well again your, your dual spec is going to have a profound impact on the arena season and what you're going to be going up against depending on especially the size of the team when you're looking at a two and a three you're pretty much setting what it is that you need granted having those dual spec it gives you a little bit of flexibility in fooling around with what is right what what works with the individual classes but also with the characters i mean if you're very hardcore and the best that you can be at your class then it's not going to matter as much however for people who join the arena seasons casually to have fun and to fool around sometimes it's just as important to dick around with the other players to get a feel for how they play as well as their classes you may very well have a team that would benefit more from a DPS, however, because of how they play, they benefit more from having someone healing their asses to keep them alive. Um, in terms of some changes, some big changes coming up with 3.1, the important thing that you're going to want to do when you do eventually get in is you're going to want to check out a lot of the new UI settings There's a lot of new settings that are either activated by default or that you can activate by default. So you're going to want to go through and look at them all. There's new advanced features for quest tracking. There's a new colorblind option for people who are obviously colorblind. Their spell effects levels are split into particle density and projected textures now. Which fucking means fuck all to me. I'll have to check to see what the difference is. There's a new video mode, um, an ultra high end mode for high end systems, which is going to be interesting to see if you can be recording now in HD, which would be pretty sweet actually, especially for the people who are into making videos, like really high end instructional videos for bosses and whatnot. Um, There's going to be an option for your allocating your points again before, um, with a confirmation or not. There's an option for high res Northrend armor. If you really want to see it and then uh, there's several others so make sure to go through and you want to be checking everything out to to to, to again I'm, I'm certain some of these are specifically for higher end systems but you can turn off a lot of the the options as well so that your lower end system doesn't chug along like an old bitch um the the other thing to screw around with too is the guild wide sign up sheets in the calendar if your guild is organized at all they probably have Something more sophisticated, they have a forum or some form of online um, sign-up sheets. However, they may actually start using this more, especially in something more of a a casual or an intermediate guild. I know that I personally would rather do something like this, simply because I know how hard it is to get people to go to a guild forum. It's it's nearly impossible to get them on there because they don't want to. They want to be in-game. So I would assume you're going to be seeing a lot more guilds using this, and it makes sense. And as long as it works the way it's supposed to, it will be a lot more fun, a lot easier to get everybody to quickly check in and sign up. Um, Then you've got your, your class roles in the looking for group. So next time you pop into looking for groups, you will be able to put more information in terms of, again, DPS, healer tank. Um, so that's kind of nice. And then they've combined uh, quest and achievement tracking into a new objectives tracking, which is kind of cool as well, but it's going to be different for people. It goes to show you how important achievements have become in the game because it is something that they know people are tracking a lot more i know that i am and i've had to use mods to do it effectively so i'm looking forward to seeing how effective this will be in terms of taking the place of those those mods the uh there was some talk about will we ever be seeing alts at level 55 same as with the death knights and the short answer was no ain't going to happen, which is basically what I thought as well, because you have so much content that would be completely wasted if nobody used it. The um, the, the blue post saying that they, they don't want to take it away because there are a lot of people who they believe still want to level and experience that content. And if they take that away, then that is completely gone, which is completely true as well. That being said, part of me really wish it were not true i understand from their lore between air quotes um, perspective how they want to try to jumpstart that death knight and because you have leveled a character through before that you don't necessarily need to to go through all that again on this hero class however the same holds true in my opinion for the other classes if you've already leveled one and you don't want to go through that all over again I say let people have their alts because frankly again it's it's not that enjoyable to level through all the way again you do get that added a bonus of learning your class however we aren't getting that with Death Knight, and that's brand fucking new. So well, I mean, not so much now, but you know what I mean. It was brand new, completely different playstyle, and it was sink or swim. Granted, Death Knights don't really sink, they just beat the fuck out of everything in sight and win. So it there wasn't as much to lose there. It would be a little bit different with some other classes, but again, still the game's been out this long most people who've leveled through at least one or two classes know what they're doing so in my opinion it is I I understand where they're coming from but I think it would be a lot cooler if you could of course have those an alt that bounces in at, at 55 also interesting and just completely off topic Almost um, on the forums, there was an interesting discussion with Ghost Crawler where somebody asked him, How does somebody go from a marine biologist to a game dev? I did not realize that Ghost Crawler used to be a marine biologist, but he was. And his little conversation is interesting in terms of um, how the job was not interesting enough for him, and though he he appreciated having a job, he wanted something more. However, what's interesting is what he talks about in terms of what kind of formal training would you need for game design? Because let's be honest, marine biologist to game dev is about as far as you can get from one to the other. And what he talks about is he says, I have no formal training for game development, of course. I know maybe five guys doing design in the industry that do, and perhaps none at Blizzard, not 100% sure of that. If you want to go into programming art or sound, then you either need formal training or you need to be very, very good. You do not need formal training for game design. You do need excellent communication, research, and creative skills. It is in some ways the hardest job to get because you can't prove your chops the way an artist can with a demo reel I'm not an artist or a programmer I do know enough about those jobs to be able to do my job I think that's super interesting it's something that a lot of people who are creative and I'm not just talking about people who think they're creative (laughs) I'm talking about people who are actually creating things Um, I think that a lot of them, especially if they are gamers, would love an opportunity to do game development, not necessarily the programming, the coding, the artwork and things like that. But to be able to create a world and create the quest lore and all of these things is superbly Interesting, and the the, the the chance to do it on such a juggernaut as, as Blizzard, um, with with World of Warcraft, or hell with any of their games. Let's be honest, um, is something that really appeals to a lot of people. It's it's kind of interesting to hear how he, what he's saying that you really there's no formal training which is a a pro and a con for a lot of people because it's again not something that you can put on paper and prove so anyways very interesting uh to to read that with that i am going to call it a wrap for tonight's show you may have been able to tell by the more mellow tone of my voice this evening, that it's uh, I, I am about as beat as beat can be. There was a uh, a long, long drive back to the folks' house, and uh, that's where we spent the long weekend, the holidays, the Easter long weekend. And uh, of course, you can't be a tech and not be on tech support while you're on holidays. So I did quite a bit of tech support while I was there as well. So my vacation didn't turn out to be as much of a vacation as it was work and between the long drives i am beat but i am still going to get this podcast out this evening because it's quite important to announce the winner of our swag dog giveaway the giveaway is for a 25 dollar gift certificate as i said which will include shipping you can put that towards a guilt t-shirt if you want or you can put it towards a guilt hat and it will cover everything if you want to put it towards a hoodie which costs a little bit more it's all up to you. You can put the extra cash in yourself and then pick yourself up a hoodie for quite a bit less. I know that I picked myself up both a T-shirt and a hat. Unfortunately, they've not yet come in, but I do know that it's because especially the hat is done in on an individual basis. It's not a just a label that's slapped on there. So it's obvious that it's going to take longer to put together. And I have absolutely no problem with that. I, I just can't wait to get <laughs> the things. So you will hear back from me in terms of... Um, some podcasts in the future where they do show up where I will be wearing them quite proudly and uh, and I'll tell you what I think about the the construction and the uh, the quality of the product so I have my hat here the kids helped me out cutting out the the names of our our entries which we got a number of them on twitter so thank you very much guys and I am going to pull out the give me a second here I need a little bit of music. If I have the energy, I'll actually get some music. Each one folded in four. Can't see who it is. And he's opening it up. And the winner is Mr. Nomagaden. I know that uh, if I recall, his Twitter was saying that he wasn't sure if he'd made it on time. Well, my friend, you did. That $25 gift certificate is yours. I will contact you with the details, and um, then you'll be able to go on your own to the site. Again, it is at warcraft.swagdog.com. You'll be able to either pull in all of your information, or you'll be able to create your own. I would like it if you could either snap a shot, post it somewhere, or if you could give us some detail when it does come through so that we can pimp it on the site here. That would be absolutely fantastic. I'm going to be adding a page to the website at uh, www. Yes, I'm that tired. dawgs of course, and I'm going to be adding a site for random giveaways that we will be doing. There is another one that's going to be coming up from another company. I'm fairly excited about this, but I can't tell you anything about it yet, but I will soon, hopefully. Um, so I would like to put pictures up if I've got the consent of the winners of uh, the various products that will be given out away over time. So that's that. Mr. Nomagin, you just made yourself a sweet hat or t-shirt or whatever you would like. Um, as I said, if you want to contact me, you can t- contact me on Twitter at uh, twitter.com slash wowdogs, W o-w-d-a-w-g-s make sure to friend or follow me i should say and i will follow everyone back unless you're an asshat which even then i follow some asshats Um, if you want to reach me you can also send me an email at wowdogs at gmail.com you can send audio submissions if you'd like as well if there's anything you'd like played on the show just keep it short clear sounding and that'll be fine check us out on itunes and by all means, feel free to leave us some reviews. Those reviews help in getting more products to give away. And with that, I bid you good night. Good luck getting into 3.1. I'd like to thank Swag Dog for sponsoring this episode of Wow Dogs. Make sure to check them out at warcraft.swagdog.com to get more information for their t shirts, their gilt t shirts, I should say, their hats, their hoodies. They've got a variety of products and they are very well made. Check them out.